1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rocks Across the Pond. Coming to you from Richmond, Virginia, my name is Ryan McGee. And joining me in Southampton, England, is our Professor of Peel, Jonathan Havercroft. Just want to give a warm welcome to anyone who has come across the podcast recently during the Olympics. It's great to have you. And then, of course, a huge thank you to all of our listeners who have stayed through us up until this point. It's great to have you. We are here today to tell you about the teams that you will see going for gold at the Paralympics coming up in Beijing.
0: Yes, I'm very excited for this, Ryan. Um, and I, I think it's Channel 4 in the UK is covering the Paralympics. So the first thing to note is they actually have an all-disabled presenting crew, most of them kind of previous para-athletes um, kind of doing the presenting for the Olympics. And I found the schedule. I'm not 100% certain. Like I, I found the Beijing Paralympics website, which it looks to me like they're primarily broadcasting the medal events. And so at least on this one, it looks like the, the gold medal game is the only thing highlighted. I'm not sure if highlighted means medal event or broadcast event. Here
1: in the U.S., it looks like we're going to have excellent coverage of wheelchair curling from the Paralympics. Best I can tell, it looks like all of Team USA's games, as well as the medal round, are going to be live on Peacock, and then a majority of them are also going to be live on Olympic Channel, which is fantastic. It's even more live games than we saw during the Olympics. Now, Olympic Channel is available to much fewer households than USA Network or CNBC, which aired a lot of the live... Curling games from the Olympics. But, I mean, you've got, it looks like all but a couple of Team USA's games live on a linear TV network. And the rest of them are available on Peacock, which we talked about before is NBC Universal's streaming platform. If you don't have access to it through your TV or satellite provider, it's about $5 a month but absolutely fantastic. It's not going to be like it was during the Olympics. At least it doesn't look like it yet. Maybe this will change, but it doesn't look like we'll be able to see every single game, whether or not the US is involved, which was one of the cool things about having Peacock during the Olympics. But access to every single Team USA wheelchair curling game, it's exciting to see. The Paralympics getting the coverage that they deserve. Obviously, a little bit of room for improvement. I know that there's not as many hours uh, broadcast hours being devoted to the whole uh, to the entire Paralympics by NBC Universal like it was for the Olympics. But in terms of curling, I mean, just as much, if not more, USA Paralympic curling on TV than during the Olympics, which is, which is awesome excited to watch this. I remember I've watched a, a few games in the past. I haven't like sat down and dedicated myself to watching the wheelchair curling at the Paralympics. And I would like to do that this year. And the U.S. should be a little better than it was last time when they finished finished 12th among the, the 12 teams that were playing there in Pyeongchang. But Excited to see this! Uh, if this is you're going to be your first time watching wheelchair curling, for the most part, it's the same game. Uh, these will be eight-in games. The strategy will be very similar to able-bodied four-person curling, and then you have the same same four positions with you know people throwing two rocks in succession uh, all the way down the lineup. Uh, this is a mixed team event. Uh, one female player has to be in the lineup at all times, and that's why you see most teams, if they can, taking an alternate that is another female player. Because if your female player were to get sick and you didn't have an alternate, you would have to forfeit. Because there does have to be, it does have to be mixed gender uh, every time you submit a lineup. The two, the two main differences is. Players will deliver the stones stationary, and there's two lines on either side of the center line that they they have to deliver the stone between those two lines. And then the biggest difference is obviously there is no sweeping. And what I find when I've watched wheelchair curling is it is mostly the same. It's the same strategy. The one thing that you miss by having no sweeping is you miss when you know when the, when there's a little bit of urgency in the skip's voice when they're yelling to sweep, then you know that the shot is close to being made and may not, you know, they might be having to play for plan B. You don't really get that because I mean, once the stone is let go, it's it's going to do its thing going down the ice. What I, what I have noticed is occasionally there is a skip that will yell at the rock. Um, and honestly, I appreciate that because as a viewer, it does give me kind of the sense of urgency as, oh, they're coming up pretty close to that guard. So I do appreciate the skips that, you know, like a golfer yelling at the golf ball will, will yell at the rock as it's coming down the ice. So I do appreciate that.
0: I will yell at my rocks from time to time. <laughs> I admit that.
1: Usually you're yelling at me.
0: <laughs> well, I've said this before. I primarily curl because I get to yell. It's like the one place where it's socially acceptable for me every week to just yell a lot.
1: We're going to introduce you to these 12 teams. You may, not, um, you may be aware of some of their stories. Uh, most of them you probably aren't. And we did reach out to a lot of the nations where it is a little tougher to find information on their players. So I do want to give a few thank yous here at the top. Uh, Linda Mangel from Latvia, Ole Fredrik Siversen, who we will talk about later from Norway, Uh, Marina Bachman from Estonia was especially helpful in our search for information on these players, Peter Narup from Sweden, and lastly, uh, Min Lee from Korea, also very helpful. Uh, Min is one of the folks behind the Curling One Spoon uh, social media accounts that Covers uh, curling there in Korea. So he was very helpful on getting information on their players. So we will just go team by team. And Jonathan, do you want to get us started with Canada?
0: Yes. So Canada is skipped by Mark Idison. He leads Canada back to the Paralympics after skipping the bronze medal team in 2018. According to the CBC, Idison was in a helicopter crash in 2007 and an eight-year-old playing pond hockey witnessed it and rushed home to tell his mom to call 911. Idison took up curling in 2010, and since then has represented Canada at two Paralympics and seven worlds. Ina Forrest is one of the most decorated curlers of all time, regardless of discipline. She has two Paralympic golds, a bronze in 2018, three world golds, and one world silver medal. Dennis Thiessen, is the oldest member of Canada's entire Paralympic contingent across all sports. This is his third Paralympic appearance. Canada gave China one of their two losses in the round robin at the most recent world championship, but ran into a hot U.S. team in the quarterfinal. Shooting percentages usually equate to success in wheelchair curling, and Canada typically gets a very steady game from its final stone thrower, John Thurston. You're usually going to see him at a minimum in the mid-60s in terms of shooting percentage, and he was at the top amongst fourths in shooting percentage during the 2021 Worlds. Thurston is the only new addition to the team since the 2018 Paralympics that went 9-2 in the round robin and beat Korea for bronze. Since Thurston became the fourth stone thrower, Canada has claimed a silver medal at the 2020 World Championship and a fifth place finish in 2021. Canada will be looking to reclaim the Paralympic gold in Beijing. Before the bronze in 2018, Canada had won all three wheelchair curling gold, gold medals at the Paralympics.
1: All right, up next is China. Wang Tao and the Chinese team have to be the favorite to win gold on home ice. They are the defending Olympic champion, and they have won two of the last three world championships that have been held since the last Olympics. According to the IPC, the 32-year-old Wong contracted polio when he was nine, the effects of which led to him having to use a wheelchair. He started curling in 2008 and made his debut with the Chinese national team that same year, skipping the team at the World Wheelchair Qualifier. China was excellent on its way to winning the 2021 Worlds at the Ice Cube in Beijing, where this competition will be played. They are especially good without hammer. During the 2021 Worlds, they only gave up four two-point ins to teams that had hammer. They're a really good hitting team and are very comfortable in low-scoring games.
0: Next is Estonia. Estonia will make its wheelchair-curling Paralympic debut in Beijing. It will also mark Estonia's first appearance at a Paralympics since 2002 in Salt Lake City. Despite not participating in the 2021 World Wheelchair Championship after a fifth-place finish at the B Championships, Estonia held on to the qualification spot for these Paralympics thanks to an eighth-place finish in 2019 and a tenth-place finish in 2020. Amazingly, those are their only World A appearances to date, and they were good enough to get them into their first Paralympics. Skip Andre Koitmae, is described as a very strategic and thorough person which is one of the reasons he is dedicated to curling he has made six appearances for estonia the last two is skip he lost the ability to walk in a car accident when he was 24. he said that he had to change the perspective he had on life after the accident he married the woman he was dating at the time of the accident who said he never left her side together they have one daughter He's the most experienced member of the team, having appeared in 55 games for Estonia. Katlin Liedebach was an alternate on both the 2020 and 2021 teams and played in one game in each tournament. Seven years ago, during her second pregnancy, a cyst was found in her neck that pushed on her spinal cord, resulting in her losing the use of her legs. She had to come to grips with learning she would never walk again while also caring for a newborn. With the love for her kids as an inspiration, she learned a new profession and eventually took up curling. Lori Morosov is described as a great role model for everyone who is an active soul with a love for sport and the outdoors. After taking a side job to support his young family, he fell off a roof in the rain and lost his ability to walk. Like Riedebach, Morosov uh, had to learn a new profession to support his family. He has played wheelchair basketball and curling at a high level. In 2018, he said he wanted to help Estonia reach the Paralympics, and four years later, he realized that goal. Signa Falkenberg was already involved in sports as a teenager when a spinal cord infection left her without the ability to walk. Despite this, she stayed active, taking up wheelchair dancing and curling. She currently serves as the Secretary General of the Estonia Paralympic Committee. A mother of two children, she was awarded Mother of the Year by the Estonian Women's Association in 2018. She is also a dog lover and takes her old fashioned for a walk every day. She has the second most experience for the team and has appeared in 53 games for Estonia. Maid Matos worked his way into the Estonian lineup as a second at the 2020 Worlds and the 2021 Worlds, World Bs. He is described as a talented and passionate member of the team. Mike was disabled when a tree fell on him while he was working in the forest, snapping his spine. Mike said he had to be stronger for his daughter and he learned a new profession to provide for his family and took up wheelchair curling, tennis, and basketball.
1: Up next is Great Britain. Team GB is looking to return to the wheelchair curling podium after a silver in 2006 and a bronze in 2014. Skip Hugh Niblo made his debut for Scotland in 2015 and played third on the British team that finished seventh at the 2018 Paralympics. In 2020, Hugh grew out his beard and raised over 1,000 pounds to shave it for a charity called Back On Side that helps people with mental health challenges due to social exclusion or disability. He told Rona McLeod with Back On Side that curling has helped lift his own mental health. After being diagnosed with MS in 2005 and losing his ability to walk, he said he felt like he was a drain on society before starting curling and he felt like he was contributing again. Lead Megan Dawson Farrell was a track athlete until a couple of years ago when she joined the British Curling Program. She was alternate at the 2020 Worlds and made her debut at Worlds last year in Beijing. According to a story British Curling posted, Dawson Farrell was born with spina bifida, and her mom, Christy, who was young when she had Megan, was told to put her up for adoption. However, she refused, and Megan credits her with pushing her to take up athletics when she was 16. At the 2021 Worlds, the team, which also includes Gregor Ewan and David Melrose, finished 6th while representing Scotland, going 6-5 and in the round robin and falling in the quarterfinals to Sweden. They posted impressive wins against Canada and China, but lacked consistency and also lost to Slovakia and Korea, who finished further down the standings. Third, Gregor Ewan had a, had a standout performance for the team at Worlds, beating all thirds with a 66% shooting percentage during the round robin.
0: Next is Korea. Korea has a history of success in wheelchair curling, including a silver medal at the 2010 Paralympics. However, they will send a team of players making their Paralympic debut to Beijing. The team, skipped by Jong Jae-hyun, won the Korean championship in June. They then made their international debuts at the 2021 Worlds, where they went 4 and 7. Skip Jong Jae-hyun is described as a family man who is also a lawn bowls player who took up curling because of its similarity to that sport. Third, Go Song-num, had curling recommended to him by his doctor during his physiotherapy. Apart from curling, he also enjoys playing games and spending time with his dog. Second, Yun Eun-gu started curling after a fellow player recommended he take up the sport and now watches all the curling videos he can find on YouTube. He hasn't made an international appearance for Korea yet, but he did serve as the alternate on the team at the 2021 Worlds. Lead Beck Hai-jin was looking for something to keep her active when she started curling. She said she likes it because curling helps her both physically and mentally. She said in her spare time that Netflix and YouTube were her best friends.
1: All right, up next is Latvia. The Latvian team will be the first winter Paralympians for the country since the 2006 Torino Games. Latvia's lineup will be an interesting one to follow during the Olympics. Uh, The lone woman on the team... Polina Roshkova is also the team's skip, and during the most recent World Championships, she threw from all four positions in the lineup. Latvia finished the round robin 4 7, including a three game winning streak, with Roshkova throwing second. Roshkova will become the first Latvian Paralympian to play at both the Summer and Winter Games. She participated in wheelchair fencing in Rio in 2016. She started curling in 2010 when shortly after an accident, she wanted to get back into sports. And She started playing wheelchair basketball, tennis, fencing, and curling. She is also scheduled to serve as a flag bearer for Latvia and will be the first female athlete to represent Latvia at a Winter Paralympics. Third, Sergei Stachenko will be one of the youngest wheelchair curling athletes and will soon turn 28 years old. He started curling in 2013. Second, Agris Lassmans is another multi-sport athlete. He plays professional wheelchair basketball in Germany and averaged eight points per game for Latvia at the 2021 European B Championships for wheelchair basketball. Lead Oyers Bridis was Latvia's first wheelchair curler, taking up the sport in 2010. He is also a para-table tennis player, and is also scheduled to serve as one of the flag bearers for Latvia. Alternate Alexanderz Dimbrovskis started curling in 2010 and is also a wheelchair basketball player. Latvia first fielded a team in 2010 and won promotion to the World Wheelchair A Pool in 2018, where they have been ever since. The five athletes going to Beijing are the only five to ever represent Latvia at a World Wheelchair A event. Bridis, who has been on every team that's represented Latvia at WCF events but one, described making the Paralympics as unbelievable as he and his teammates in 2010 set out to someday qualify for the Games.
0: Next is Norway, the 2018 silver medalist return but with a new skip. This will be the ninth time Skip Jostin Stordal has represented Norway at a summer or winter Paralympics. He started Parasports after he was injured in a train accident in 1983. His first Games was in 1988 as a powerlifter. He has also competed in four summer games as a sailor, and this will be his fourth time representing Norway in curling. Third, Ole Frederik Siversen worked as a welding specialist that traveled the world until he suffered a spinal cord injury in a workplace accident in 2006. He started curling in 2010 after meeting former Norwegian skip Rune Låresten during a doctor's visit. This will be his second Paralympics. He has three daughters and one granddaughter and spends his spare time cruising on his Harley trike. Second, Geir Arne Skorstad was on Norway's original wheelchair curling team in 2003. He said that original team was kind of voluntold to represent the country after the Norwegian Federation entered the world without actually having a team. He has been playing para sports since he was injured in a car accident in 1997 and originally started in sledge hockey. He originally stepped away from the national team in 2011, but made a comeback in 2018. He is married with two children. Lead Sissa Loken got hooked on curling in 2009 and has been a member of the national team since 2011. She is a registered nurse with a degree in psychiatry and is married with a daughter and two grandchildren. In her spare time, she reads and does crosswords. Alternate Mia larsen svedberg is another one of the youngest participants in the wheelchair curling competition. She is 23 years old and is finishing her bachelor's degree in music. In the future, she looks forward to spending more time writing her own music and curling more. She started curling only a year and a half ago because she misses playing sports after she started using a wheelchair in 2015. She went to the 2021 Worlds as an alternate, but played eight games due to an illness on the team and finished the tournament shooting 62%, which would have put her in the middle of the rankings among leads.
1: Up next is Russia, and Russia will be another one of the medal favorites at these 2022 Paralympics. Since Konstantin Korotkin, took over as Skip of this team, they have always been toward the top of the standings in international competition. As Skip, he has led Russia to a fifth-place finish at the 2018 Paralympics, gold at the 2020 Worlds, and a bronze at the 2021 Worlds. At the most recent world championships held at the Ice Cube in Beijing, Russia went 8-3 in the round robin, but lost to Sweden in the semifinals in a game where Krotkin shot only 43%. They then rebounded to defeat the United States for bronze. It was a full-team effort for Russia in its way to its 8-3 record at those worlds. All four team members were in the top three at their position in shooting percentage. Their front end of Daria Shkukina and Vitaly Danilov were both the top shooters at their respective positions. Russia comes into the Paralympics in good form, they played in a tournament in Tallinn in January that also featured Great Britain, Latvia, Sweden, Estonia, as well as Finland, where they went 6-0 to claim the title.
0: Next is Slovakia. This will be the third consecutive Paralympic appearance for Slovakia after a ninth-place finish in 2018 and a sixth-place finish in 2014. Skip Radoslav Durish has skipped Slovakia in every international game the country has ever participated in for a total of 142 games. Right behind Duriš in terms of number of games played, is third Dusan Petonak. Petonak has played in 134 games for Slovakia since making his debut in 2008. Petonak's four brothers, Pavel, Frontishek, Tomáš and Peter have represented Slovakia as a foursome on numerous occasions in men's curling and recently at the 2021 European Seas. Like Doris and Petonak, lead Monika Kunklova has over 100 games under her belt as well. She has played in 117 games for Slovakia since 2010. The newcomer is second Peter Zatko, who has only been part of the team since 2016. They finished 3-8 at the 2021 Worlds in Beijing with wins over Switzerland, Korea, Scotland. Their best finish out of Worlds is fourth, which they accomplished in 2012 and 2015.
1: Up next is Sweden, and Sweden is in a much better position heading into this Paralympics than it was in 2018. They were the final team above the cutoff for Pyeongchang, with a mere two qualification points they had earned in 2015 when they were relegated from the A group at Worlds. Viljo Pettersendal, who has recently taken over skipping duties, led them to a 4-7 finish in 2018, and since has led an ascendant program. He helped get them back into the World A group, and earned medals in their last two appearances, including a silver this season. That silver could easily have been gold. China's skip Wang Hai Tao had to make a difficult double takeout to tie the game and then stole in an extra end in that gold medal game last winter in Beijing. Pettersson started curling in 2013 at his local club and debuted with the national team in 2016. He said he loves the tactical part of the game and getting to meet players from all over the world. He lives with his partner, Elin, and their six-year-old son, Adrian. He has a degree in economics and works with sports federations. Third, Ronnie Persson has been curling for 10 years and previously was a ski racer. He already owns five Paralympic medals in alpine skiing, including three silver medals in 2002 in Salt Lake City. Mats Ola Ingborg started curling in 2013 after an accident. Outside of curling, he travels in his motorhome with his wife and visits his two children and two grandchildren as often as he can. Christina Olander goes by Kiki. She has been curling since 2006 and will be participating in her third Paralympics. In the summer, she competes in dressage. Sabina Johansson started curling in 2015 at Karlstad Curling Club, which is known to have produced some of the best curlers in Swedish curling history. In her spare time, she spends time with her two grandchildren and enjoys cross-country skiing.
0: Next is Switzerland. According to the Swiss Curling Association, usual skip Eric Descorvets is ill and will not be able to make the trip to Beijing. Instead, second François Jacrade, will take over skipping duties. She will be joined by Hans Bergener, Laurent Knubel, and Patrick la cretes an alternate Cynthia Mathes. None of the four have previous Paralympic playing experience, although Bergener was an alternate on the team that finished 6th in Pyeongchang. Both Jacquard and Bergener have 44 games in a Swiss curling uniform under their belts, including at the last three world championships where they finished 12th in 2021, 11th in 2020, and 5th in 2019. If Matez gets ice time, it will mark her debut with the Swiss team. She recently started training with the team and previously represented Switzerland in badminton at the Tokyo Summer Paralympics.
1: Up next is the United States. Matt Toombs leads a U.S. team that had to take the long way to qualification. They were on the bubble for Olympic qualification going into this season, but won the 2021 World Wheelchair Bees to qualify for Worlds, then went to Beijing for the 2021 World Championship and finished fourth to clinch a spot at the Olympics. The U.S. was especially good with Hammer at that tournament on its way to a fourth place finish. Uh, Remember when we said China only gave up four two-point ins to teams with Hammer during that entire tournament? Uh, Well, two of them were by the US uh, in each of the two games that the two teams played. This team has been on a hot streak since Toombs moved to skip and Oyuna Oranchameg moved to lead. Toombs joined the team in 2019 as third and moved to skip for the World Wheelchair Bees last year. Oranchameg is originally from Mongolia and immigrated to the US after she was in a car accident while visiting a friend in Minnesota. You can hear her entire amazing story and how she was eventually reunited with her son, who was in Mongolia at the time of her accident, in our interview with her that we will link in the show notes. Dave Samsa has been curling for 10 years and has been a member of Team USA since 2019. Samsa is from Green Bay and told his local NBC affiliate he thought the game was slow when he first started, but got hooked when he learned the strategy. Third, Steve Impt is the lone holdover from the 2018 Paralympics where the U.S. finished 12th. A former basketball player at Connecticut, Impt can be seen during one of the episodes of The Last Dance, the multi-part documentary about Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls. Steve gave the background story of his meeting with Jordan that is shown during the documentary and gives a good rundown of the last four years of the U.S. wheelchair curling team In an interview he did with the keep the flame alive podcast please go check that out the us is looking for its first paralympic medal and as we said finished 12th in 2018 their best finish at a paralympics was fourth in vancouver in 2010 their best finish at a world championships came all the way back in 2008 when they won bronze jonathan that is our 12 team field for the paralympics
0: in terms of the curling, it goes from day one right through to the end, so it's kind of one of the one of the full events, as is the case in um, you know in the Olympics. Uh, the other one that kind of runs all the way through is ice hockey, and then it's just metal big metal events on specific days for the skiing and skating skating events.
1: Yeah the uh, the competition gets underway Saturday, March fifth, and the gold medal game takes place on Saturday, March twelfth. The times of the three draws uh, here on the East Coast in North America, you have games at 8.35 p.m., 1.35 a.m., and 6.35 a.m. Uh, Jonathan, where you are, uh, Greenwich Mean Time, uh, that equates. Actually, it it works out pretty good because of the five-hour difference in the five hours between draws. Uh, So the game times in Greenwich Mean Time are at 1.35 a.m., 6:35 AM and 11:35 AM. So those those 8:30 PM games here on the East Coast are going to be kind of the best ones to watch, and those are the ones that also have some of the best matchups. USA Canada has a start time of 8:35 PM Eastern. Uh, USA Russia has a start time of 8:35 PM Eastern. Um, Also USA Sweden with a start time of. 8:35 35 p.m eastern so a lot of team usa's best games in prime time here on the east
0: coast yeah and so i don't what's what would two o'clock be here i guess that would be the 6 a.m game yeah because it's eight hours yes. between beijing and here so the so the 6 a.m looks like that's the medal game rounds um at least the yep. gold medal
1: Yep. That game will be at uh, six. Uh, the gold medal game on Saturday, March 12th will be at 6.35 a.m. If you are in the UK, it will be at 1.35 a.m. if you are on the East Coast in North America.
0: Yes. So that'll be good.
1: We are grateful that there is more coverage of, of, the, of the Paralympics here in the U.S. It is progress. It is not perfect. Um, hopefully someday we'll have just as much availability to, to these games as we do the regular Olympics because these athletes deserve it. Uh, Steve Imp said something uh, really cool in that interview that I referenced. Um, he said, the Olympics is where heroes are made and the Paralympics is where heroes go.
0: That's nice. I like that.
1: All right. We'll, we'll end on that. Uh, enjoy the Paralympics, and hopefully we'll have, we're, we're hoping to have some more for you on on these games later. So, so stay tuned, and uh, we'll be following along just like you will be. Hey, everybody. Ryan here. I just want to address something real quick, and that's the fact that this episode did not include any discussion about the current war in the Ukraine much of what you just heard was recorded before Russia's invasion of the Ukraine because we knew that Jonathan was going to be out of town for a week now there are issues involving Russia that do affect curling that are you know trivial in comparison to the human toll that this war is taking on people especially in the Ukraine but also all over the world and we will get into those issues probably at a later date, including the WCF's recent decision to move the European Championships out of Russia for 2022. And I will say this as we go into the Paralympics, and that's that as I've gotten older, I've been more able to Divorce my feelings that I have toward a certain organization or a certain team from my feelings toward the people that wear those uniforms or represent those teams. It's kind of the opposite of the concept of, you know, sports and rooting for sports is just rooting for laundry. So I'm able to have a little bit of a disconnect there between the humans that are wearing the jerseys and the organizations that those jerseys represent so i have two hopes one is that all of the paralympic athletes are able to enjoy their paralympic experience and my other hope is that we very soon have a peaceful resolution to this war in the ukraine Thank you for listening to Rocks Across the Pond, a curling podcast. If you enjoyed this show, we ask you to please leave a review or tell a friend about us. Your referrals to friends and family are the greatest compliment we can receive and is what allows our show to grow and share our love of this great game. You can find all of our past shows and blog posts at rocksacrossthepond.com. If you have a question or comment, you can reach us at rocksacrossthepond at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to us, and we will talk to you again real soon.